0: I've got the victory living inside of me. i got the greater war I can overcome. This ain't no time to turn back, no place to grow slack. i got to keep pressing on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School's the place where our spirit gets filled, where our faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. Hallelujah. Sure beats being overcome. <laughs> being an overcomer is so much better, and it is God's will. The Scripture said He always causes us to triumph, to win, talking about those that trust Him and follow Him. So get your Bible, get something to make a note with today because the Lord's going to speak to you. And um, uh, don't be trying to do a lot of other things at the same time. This is just a few minutes. Give the Lord your full attention, put everything else on pause and hold, and come right here in this, uh, this seat that we've saved for you on the front row, come right on into the uh, the the class here and let's believe together. We're believing with you and we want you to believe with the other for all the other people that are joining us that they will get and you will get what you need today. Lord we ask for it. We ask we say give us this day our daily spiritual food and the words that nourish us up in faith. We ask for it. In Jesus' name, and we thank you for the utterance and and the manifestations of your spirit to accomplish it. In your name, amen. Amen. Would you look, please, in the book of Acts? uh, The first place we'll look is in the first chapter, uh, and then we're going to jump all the way to the the last chapter, I think. But for weeks and weeks, we camped out on what we were calling faith for healing. And we went through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and took one by one, 20 individual accounts of healing and deliverance. And if you weren't with us for that, we believe it would benefit you greatly to take the time, go watch it, listen to it, feed on it. And if you just go to faithschool.org, there it is. And you can look up, you know, the Faith for Healing series and, and it won't cost you anything. There's no charge. And every one of these are just priceless. You just, there's so much light and life and direction and healing, medicine, uh, spiritual medicine in every phrase, word of God's word. And so what we did is we took each one and just camped on it for a while and just looked at the different words. And you saw how the Lord ministered to people and how people received. And those things never change. The Lord doesn't change. Faith doesn't change. Receiving doesn't change. The enemy's still doing the same bad things. And you still can be an overcomer. You know, prior to that, we had a series called uh, By Faith. And we just camped out in Hebrews 11 for weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, the reason I mention that is because we have the same spirit of faith as Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, David, Gideon, uh, all those guys. uh, Faith hasn't changed. It's easy to... Read some of these things and, and put people on a pedestal and go, well, they, you know, they were basically superhuman. You know, we, can I even relate? No, you're thinking wrong. Read, read again carefully. And the, 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 uh, the Bible uh, reveals uh, even their shortcomings and their missteps and that they are, like James says, men and women of like passions to us. And yet they received miracles. They, they were able to do exploits uh, and, and see wonderful things of God manifesting himself in the Earth. Don't you believe anybody that tells you the age of miracles is past and all that's been done away with, and that doesn't happen anymore? Uh, they just hadn't been hearing the right things, they hadn't been going to the right meetings. I and mean, I'm telling you, it's happening. It happens around here. It happens around here. Every service, we hear testimonies of things that God has done confirming His Word in the lives of those that believe it and act on Him. And so, you come on into this class, you hang around us and other people of faith, next thing you know, you're going to start having miracles. You're going to start having prayers answered. God is no respecter of persons and He never changes which is what we see in the first chapter of Acts. We studied those 20 individual cases, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then we went to the book of Acts, and in Acts 1, verse 1, he said, The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Now, this is uh, Dr. Luke, whom the Spirit of God used to pen this who also you know penned the gospel account of Luke and that's what he's referring to as the former treatise and what he's saying to he's saying the everything I wrote in the gospel account of Luke was an account of all that Jesus began to do and teach and now in the book of acts what's he going to show us all that Jesus continued <laughs> the work The things that Jesus said and did are now continuing through his church, through his apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, through the laity, through his believers. And so that's what we see in chapter after chapter one, two, three, all the way through 28. And we studied in the book of Acts, the healing of the lame man at the gate called beautiful in chapter three. Then we studied the healing of Aeneas in chapter 9. We studied the the raising up and the healing of Tabitha, also called Dorcas, in in chapter 9. And then uh, our last one is we studied the healing of the lame man at Lystra in chapter 14. And so we've already covered a lot of ground there. If you weren't here for that, again, faithschool.org. Go there, no charge. Uh, get Get caught up with us class, would you recommend that they heard the previous things that yes. we covered All of it builds uh, in you you know um uh, uh, talking about feeding on and being nourished up, like Timothy says in the words of faith, it has a displacing effect in you you know if you ever took a a cup. Uh, of, that had some milk in it and it still had a little in it from where somebody drank, you put it in the sink, you can just turn the faucet on and water pours into the, the glass. Well, initially you got a mixture of milk and water. But if you just keep letting the, the, the faucet run, what will you have? Mostly water and a little bit of milk. And then what will you have? Just water. Water. No, no milk left. Why? Because the milk has been completely displaced by the incoming water. Well, that's what happens when you just keep putting the Word in you. And you just keep putting Word and faith in you and the Word and life and light and faith in you. Well, in the beginning, there, there's a mixture. <laughs> Unbelief, <laughs> fear, little faith a little questioning, you know, wavering, but then you just keep putting it in, just keep putting it in, and then there's hardly a trace of that fear anymore. And then the next thing you know, you're just full of faith. Hallelujah. You're just full of faith. No doubting about that thing, no questioning about that thing, no wavering about that thing. You have become fully persuaded. Does that sound good to you, Claire? And that's when... You get prayers answered. That's when you see things happen in your life. So um, we, we covered that. And um, there, are, um, there are a couple of more that we won't get into necessarily. Um, there was the damsel that was delivered from a spirit in chapter 16. Uh, not much is said about healing on that one, but it is deliverance. But then there's the, there's the case of Eutychus. In chapter 20. Anybody remember what happened on on that one? Uh, Turn there. Chapter 20. Acts chapter 20. Down about verse 7. On the first day of the week. When the disciples came together to break bread. Paul preached to them. Ready to depart on the morrow. And continued his speech. Until midnight. Paul spoke a long time. (laughs) You think your preacher goes long. Uh, There were many lights in the upper chamber uh, where they were gathered together and there sat in a window a certain young man named Eutychus being fallen into a deep sleep. And as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, trouble not yourselves for his life is in him when he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and had eaten. And so then Paul picked up where he left off and continued his message and talked a long while even till break of day. And so he departed and they brought the young man alive and were not a little uh, comforted. So what do we learn from this? Well, uh, there's a number of things to learn. For one, um, you know, uh, Things can be in, in in teaching and preaching can be significant without a lot of external excitement. How many believe this was substantial? What Paul was speaking to them about, and yet this young man, he he's uh, he's not overly stimulated with the uh, the the preaching and teaching. He falls asleep, and uh, you got to remember that. Paul's leaving the next day. Which is one reason why he's got to get it in tonight. Right? Because he's leaving. He's going to be gone. And so if you're there, you know, every Sunday, well, that's another thing. But uh, anyway, uh, Eutychus is a young man. And when you're younger, you don't always see the significance of things that are going on. And so what's the what's the lesson to be learned? Well, sometimes... Uh, even significant messages can go long, and there's not of significant excitement about them. And um, if, uh, you know, another lesson, you, you don't fall asleep during the message. <laughs> and uh, if you do fall asleep, don't sit in the window, you know, right? <laughs> Is that right? Don't, don't sit in the window on the third floor. So God had mercy on him, didn't he? And, and, and the boy was, uh, they said he was taken up dead, so he was, he was dead So then he was raised from the dead, healed from his injury. Uh, Thank the Lord. So the the next one we see is in this Acts 28, if you'll, you'll notice over there. Acts 28. Now, what had happened prior to this, this 28th chapter, is that Paul has been arrested and he's been taken into Roman custody who were the, um, the, the controlling entity in all those lands. The Roman Empire had dominion and control over all the Jewish people there. And um, so then uh, Paul, with other prisoners, were put on a boat, a ship, and they are taking them to Rome, where he is going to stand before uh, the high court of the land, if you will, Caesar's court, personal. And basically his, his case has been appealed to the highest court in the land before Caesar. And so um, uh, if you read chapter 27, then you know that he warned them, Paul did by the Spirit. He said, I perceive this voyage is going to be with much harm and damage, not only of the, uh, the merchandise of the ship, but our own lives are in danger. But it said the um, they listened to the captain and owner of the ship instead of Paul. He's a preacher. What does he know about sailing? Uh, and here here's a, some insight. You don't have to be an expert on the subject. You got the Holy Spirit inside you. Come on, are y'all with me, class? I mean, he knows everything about everything, and he really is the expert. And so don't let so-called experts even if they are experts in the natural, don't let them cause you to ignore what you're getting in your spirit about something, because they don't know everything. No no man or woman does. So they ignored Paul. They launched out to continue the trip when it was uh, too late in the year to be doing so, and the weather patterns were against them, but they uh, a south wind blew, and it was clear skies, everything looked good. They thought, ah, look, that preacher don't know what he's talking about. And they hit it, and it wasn't long until here comes this typhoon. And they get caught up in it. And they were caught up in this typhoon, this hurricane, for over two weeks. (laughs) And the Bible said that uh, uh, in, in all those days, Neither sun nor moon nor star appeared. They couldn't tell whether it was daytime or night. It was so dark in these clouds and in these torrential rains. and uh, they, they threw out all the merchandise trying to lighten the ship. They even threw out the equipment of the ship, all the tackling. They threw everything overboard, trying to keep it from sinking. And uh, So Paul, after you know days and days, he came up. Uh, and I guess he's yelling to him over the winds. And he said, you should have listened to me. It's <laughs> exactly what he said. You should have hearkened to me and not left, you know. But he said an angel of the God whom I belong to and whom I serve has stood before me tonight and told me that you got, you got an, I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, you got an appointment at Rome, Paul. And you got to make that appointment. And the Lord has given you all those that are sailing with you. They didn't know how glad they should have been to have that preacher on board. Huh? Because God said, he said he gave them. He must have asked for them. Lord, save everybody with me. And so he said, um, we, we must be cast on a certain island. So he got that in his spirit. He said, and, and we're going to lose the ship, but uh, nobody's going to be lost, basically. Not a hair of your head is going to be harmed. And so that brings us up to the 28th chapter. If you'd look there in verse 1 and see, 28.1, it says that after you know, they, uh, the ship had broken up and they all are swimming, trying to reach land, uh, verse 44 says, some on boards, uh, tw- 27 44, some on board, some on broken pieces of the ship, and it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the island was called Melita. Uh, Well, that island exists today, and if I understand correctly, it's the island Malta that is off the south coast of Italy. Small island. In fact, I think there's a town, a town area there right now called St. Paul's Bay. (laughs) I guess a memorial of his being there that's recorded right here. And it said, when they were escaped, they knew the island was called Melita, or like we said, Malta. And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness, for they kindled a fire. And received us every one because of the present rain and because of the cold. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he has escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffers not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Now this is reminiscent of what we studied in Acts 14. You remember that is because they were persecuted in some of these towns and they wound up there in, in Lystra, and um, uh, the guy that had the temple of Zeus in, in the front of the town there, he comes and wants to uh, do sacrifice to Paul and Barnabas after the healing of that lame man there at Lystra. And then, not too many days after that, people come from the other town and they stoned Paul. Here you see the fickleness <laughs> Right of human beings uh, and of public opinion and how quickly it can go all the way from here all the way over here. Love you. Want to worship you. Let's kill him. (laughs) Get rid of him. Uh, There should be some revelation in there for us about how much stock we put in Likes and dislikes. What I mean by social media. Mm-hmm. Are y'all with me? About uh, this is trending. This, it, it, oh, this is great. This, well, it is this morning, mm-hmm. right? We'll see about this afternoon or evening. Don't be connected to things that are roller coaster, up and down and down. On and off and in and out the word of God is stable hallelujah Hallelujah. Jesus is the same yesterday today and forever he never changes his things never change they don't need perfection doesn't need to change it's already there so um, they decided he's a God And in the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us three days courteously. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. So when this was done, others also which had diseases in the island came and were healed, who also honored us with many honors, and when we departed, they laden us or loaded us with such things as were necessary. And after three months, we departed in a ship of Alexandria, which had wintered in the isle, whose sign was Castor and Pollux. And then it goes on describing how they finished their trip, and they made it. To uh, to Rome, but you can see a healing occurred here, and actually many healings then. And it began with this uh, unplanned detour, if you will. <laughs> right? This was not on the schedule, <laughs> right? And if they had listened to the Lord. Uh, They, I I suppose, they never would have been around this island. They never would have been in the storm. None of this would have happened. But you know, the Lord can accomplish things more than one way. And even when people don't listen to Him, and things go wrong because people don't listen to Him, it's not the end. You can still cry out to the Lord. And get mercy from him. And he can still. How many see. He still wound up in Rome. Yes. Yes. Is that right? Yes, yes. <laughs> he still kept his appointment. Through a hurricane. Through a snake bite. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Through a three month stay on an island. Nobody planned, planned to go to. And not only did they just survive the island. They had revival. Yes. On the island. Yes. They had people healed. In fact, those that study some of these things tell us that um, this man Publius, you know, a lot of people came to believe and he became a pastor there and a church was formed there. Now, that's not in the Bible, but that's what historical writings say. Well, uh, that's entirely likely that a bunch of people believed and a church started. But um, the, the Lord can take what the enemy meant for destruction can he? And, and, and turn, it, turn it around and bring something good out of even some very tough circumstances. Uh, what do you think the enemy planned? Hmm? The enemy was in this storm. Now you remember that uh, uh, on more than one occasion, Jesus rebuked storms. You remember that? He'd say, peace, be still. And, and the winds would stop. And then the waves, when the wind stopped, the, the waves would calm down. You understand, Jesus said, I don't do anything of myself. I only say what I hear the Father say. I only uh, do what I see him do. I didn't come down from heaven to do my own will, but to do the will of him that sent me. If God was in one of those storms, Jesus would never have rebuked it. Y'all understand that, class? Jesus would never have rebuked a storm that God was in. You know, Elijah uh, talks, about, talks about that with Elijah, that he on uh, one occasion went out to, to, to hear from God, and, and there were these manifestations, and, and one said there was this strong, mighty wind that was rending and tearing things. And it went on to say, God wasn't in the storm. And so it's it's absolutely wrong for people to put labels on, you know, every storm, every hurricane, tornado, earthquake, whatever, act of God, like a rubber stamp. Absolutely not act of God. The enemy gets in these things. If it's stole and killed and destroyed. Jesus told us who does that. Right? John 10.10. The thief comes not except he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now you might say, well, uh, you know, why didn't Paul then just stand on the deck of the ship and rebuke this storm? Because they didn't listen. Are you all awake, class? They got the direction that would have spared them from any storm at all. Or any loss at all. But no. They thought they were smarter than what the Holy Spirit was giving Paul. And they ignored that. They disrespected that. So it cost them something. The mercy of God. Their lives were spared. But it cost them their ship. It cost them all their merchandise. It cost them their money. And it cost them having to go through that terrible storm. For uh, uh, two weeks. It can cost you. When you don't listen. When you're hard headed. When you're stubborn, when you think you know more than the Holy Spirit, that's being really, really dumb. And we don't have really, really dumb people in the faith class. Is there, this is, these are smart people. Huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm looking at you too. <laughs> and our time's up again today, smart person. Say it out loud. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world. By faith, I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. Yes, you are, you smart person. You. We'll see you again soon. As you can see, we just basically read through the text here. Come back tomorrow. Let's learn more about this wonderful revelation of healing and deliverance in the Word. We'll see you soon, back here in Faith School. I've got victory, living inside Thank you for joining us at Faith School.